Time for Task and Twos. Hello, TICAT fans. Welcome to the Task and Twos show. I'm Luke Tasker. I'm joined every week by Andy Fantuz. Andy, you're you're the you're now the youngest uh, broadcaster or the uh, most rookie broadcaster for the Hamilton Tigers the last couple weeks. <laughs> how was the How was the game last night, man? Andy got to call the Ticats versus the uh, Red Blacks uh, uh, late last night. Yeah, I had some big shoes to fill, uh, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun doing the color with RJ. And you know, you know how it is. A guy like him, he makes it really, really easy and. And, and the transition seamless. So, but I love I love just calling the games that happens and giving my perspective on it. And uh, you know, I hope our listeners enjoyed it as well. Yeah, RJ. Where, is, where are you right now, Task? <laughs> I am up in Alaska here, man. The I left uh, last uh, th- or this past weekend to come up to here for two weeks. My my sister's getting married in Anchorage. Uh, actually in Big Lake, Alaska. She lives in Anchorage uh, this weekend. So I got the family, uh, all the kids, all my extended family, my parents and everybody up here for uh, for two weeks. So it, it's uh, honestly, it is not easy, man. We It was a six and a half hour flight from Chicago O'Hare to Anchorage. And I, I, I'm afraid I might stay up here forever now just to avoid that flight. I, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do that again. Like my kids were I mean, it's, it's understandable. My kids are one and a half and three years old, three and a half years old. The twins are one and a half, but so, you know, you can only expect so much uh, from them. And it was, you know, we got in at 1 p 1 a.m. Eastern time in Anchorage, which is nine, which is 9 uh, p.m. there. And it was a full on family meltdown, dude. Like it was bad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and, <laughs> and honestly, I might just make a new life up here, so I don't have to do that flight back. That's how that's how that's how scared I am. But at least I have two weeks to prep for it. Wow, that's uh, yeah. I can I I know I know how hard it is to travel with one child, let alone three. So I can only imagine. Yeah. We've got we just booked uh, something. You know, restrictions pending for for the spring, and we'll have two kids by then. So it's gonna be that's it's gonna right. be a nice five hour flight. It'll be interesting. But tell you me about what, Alaska. What's what's it like up there? I've never dude, been. It's, it's very cool. It's actually well, it's actually freezing cold right now already. But I've been told that this is uh, un this is out of season. It shouldn't be this cold yet. But we're getting very very cold weather here. I think it's actually like uh, thirty two, which would be it's it's almost around zero degrees Celsius outside right now. Uh, it was up into the fifties. I guess something around ten. I think uh, uh, yesterday. But there's a real, real chill in the air. My my sister, her house is just outside of Anchorage. Woke up with snow on the ground to uh, our first morning in Alaska. And so they say it's unusual for this time of, for September. But this is all I know so far. So we're up. We pretty much left the the uh, you know 30 degree Celsius heat in in Buffalo, Hamilton. Uh, what was the last couple of weeks at times to come up to winter in in Alaska already. Uh, the interesting thing right now in Anchorage, they get down to like four days of, or excuse me, four hours of sunlight at the, on the shortest days of the year. And then vice versa in the winter, uh, or excuse me, in the, in the summer, there's just about four hours of darkness. And, but it's cool. Cause the, the darkness is, is just like a, a just a barely, just a, just like a setting sun almost for most of the hours. There's not really a true darkness at the shortest nights of the year. 
unfortunately though for just the experience of it we actually are hitting it in this you know this september month it's actually kind of regular daytime hours here so it's that uh early fall we have the sun is coming up for us like eh, some something of a regular time like eight o'clock it's just kind of coming up right now actually uh and then we have uh sort of a regular evening but alaska's been awesome man we went down and fished yesterday uh south of anchorage on the peninsula here um I'm not going to lie. I mean, I could just tell you that I caught, <laughs> you know, an 18 inch, uh, rainbow trout, but I didn't pull anything out of the river actually. So I actually, <laughs> this time of year, this is a little, this is a little gruesome. I, I didn't realize this. All the, every single salmon comes back up the river to die in the same river that it was born in. Right. And so we're at the time of year right now where we're floating down fishing for rainbow trout and under underneath us on the bed of the river and it's clear amazing water but there's just hundreds of dead salmon just in the bottom of the river like it looks terrible but it's it's natural there's nothing wrong but it's like like honest literally i pulled up two dead fish and caught nothing that was living so <laughs> that was my alaskan uh, fishing story for you um, that's funny yeah what about the uh what about the stars are they, are they any different up there uh, we were told the night, the night, uh, the night we pulled in that the Aurora Borealis was, was in, uh, in, in view, but it, it must've been in like the middle of the night or something. We haven't seen it, but that would be cool if we got a chance to, uh, uh, uh see that while we're up here. Yeah. No kidding. I've, uh, I always enjoy stargazing in all the different places in the world I've been. And yeah, dude, you would love the, uh, I mean, I know you're the, uh, you're the safari man, right? So we, uh. <laughs> I pulled into my sister's house. This is not a joke. Like there was just two moose standing in her front. It's not, she doesn't live like out in the, I mean, she, she's not in the city center. So she's a little bit out, out of uh, the downtown area, but, uh, and her, her neighborhood surrounded by trees, but there was just two moose just standing in the road. Like as if it were, you know, in Buffalo, we have deer just everywhere, everywhere. And it, it was the same, it's the same thing. There's just moose all over the place here. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. I love, I'd love to check it out sometime. Well, next next week for Task and Twos, uh, I'll still be here, so I'll fill you in on the next uh, saga of the Alaska adventure uh, when we when we meet again next week. But uh, so, tell me more about the broadcast. What what did you find? What was the uh, what was the most? Uh, did you find it to be easier or harder than you expected? Uh, I think I I think it was pretty much in line with what I expected. There was. Um, you know, I remember talking to you about it when you first started and there's no shortage of things to talk about during the yeah. play. Uh, you know, unfortunately your first game and, and that game was a bit of a dud in a sense, not a lot of exciting plays, but yeah. um, still it, it's great to break it down. And I found the biggest challenge for me was, um, you know, realizing that the listeners are, are not watching the game as well. They're just listening. So to, to make sure you articulate what you're seeing instead of just analyzing what you and the viewers or, or listeners are seeing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's different than sitting on your couch and explaining the game to somebody uh, that's sitting next to you. Right. So you gotta, right. you gotta verbally kind of draw that, draw that picture, paint that picture uh, with your words. So it's, that was, that was one thing I had to, you know, I think I could improve on and, and, um, but I, I, I liked it. I, I really enjoyed it to be honest. So I know it is fun. I mean, I, I find that it's, uh, 
it's not the kind of work that you that exhausts you, right? Like after the game, I, I always I feel energized. You know, after after doing a radio broadcast, you know, you're kind of you, you watch the game so intently that you kind of it's easy to get like sort of excited, but you're very much into it, right? Like it's you're watching it so much more closely than you would, uh, you know, just just uh, watching as a fan, you know, uh, you know, from a bar or from your from your house or anything like that. You're really really into it and. Yeah, I found I found the same thing. It's just you, you could you could pick you could pick a number of things to talk about after each play, and kind of just finding out what or, or thinking about what would be the most interesting thing to the to the listener. Um, that's sort of a fun puzzle to put together as well, and see how see how you know entertaining you can make the broadcast or how informative. Um, well, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to we're gonna, we're gonna be driving around Alaska for I mean every nothing's really close around here, so we have a, a multiple long drives on our trip i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to your uh the recording of you and rj's broad uh broadcast uh so i can and see 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 how it see how it went for you the i uh yeah i think rj just makes it so so easy on me when i'm in there like he like the guy is just unbelievably professional and just so crisp at the ins and outs with whatever commercial commercials or or uh or you know bringing it into the half into the into the start of the game i just he, he's fantastic isn't he yeah he sure is between him and louis we've got a we've got a good uh we've got a good foundation there with the tie cat audio network sort of we're just kind of filling in to 100 add some well i guess add some color but um but louis louis kind of killing it as well and sort of a day to day just manning the whole thing so holding holding down the fort but yeah, he is. It makes it easy to work with those guys. And for me, it, it, another thing that I've noticed is since starting this back at the start of the season, I, I, I certainly watch the other games with a sort of a different ear. And even if I'm watching other sports, listening to listening to the play-by-play and the color more intently, uh, more, you know, with, with more of a, a learning hat on uh, as far as the delivery and, and not just focused on the game itself but more about the delivery of the the play-by-play and the color so it's been it's been it's been a fun football season uh like in no matter what what league you're watching or or what sport you're i'm watching it's been a different kind of different eye and ear towards the game so it's been yeah it's been a big learning experience yeah it's fun to do that too I'm, i'm i'm the same way now that i'm now i'm now, now that we're doing this, I'm listening to other color commentators and, and, and thinking about, you know, that that was a good point or what I would have said a little bit differently or, you know, how, how I would, how I would do it. The, you're so right too. the, just the way that I think about it, it's very hard for the radio broadcast. Cause I would love to, you know, cause it's like a receiver, like we're in, when we were in receiver meeting rooms, we're, we're drawing up the coverages and the contours. Like I just think that's how my brain is working when I'm looking at a defense. I'm looking at the triangles on the outsides of the field with the corner, uh, the, the corner, the halfback, and the low player, the Sam or the low half or anything like that. And I'm, and I'm identifying those triangles in the coverage. I would love to be able to draw that, you know, how they can do like with the yellow on like a, on the monitor for the, for the TV broadcast and for the radio, like you totally have to, like you said, paint that in a very different way. And if you get too in depth with trying to, you know, identify those kinds of things, sometimes I wonder if it, it can just be uh, a little bit more confusing on the radio broadcast. So you gotta, you gotta find your, your medium with that, that or your method for the medium that works good. But uh, 
Yeah, it's just exciting, man. I, I love being a part of it. The Ticats Audio Network has been an exciting uh, new new thing for the Ticats as an organization this year, and we've got a, a, a nice crew of of, of football uh, enthusiasts who are, I think we're I think we're uh, doing a good job painting the uh, the Ticats twenty twenty one season so far. Couldn't agree more. It's been a lot of fun. Um, so what's um, what's the big plans for? Uh, for you for the rest of the week here? So we're in Anchorage right now. Um, the wedding's Anchorage, on the weekend? Uh, weddings this weekend, yeah. So yeah, Anchorage, if you, if, if you haven't been here before, I actually would make it um, – Now I don't know population numbers or anything, but the, just, the, just the feel of the city, it's something like um, a Hamilton or a Buffalo. It's something like that mid-sized city. The difference is that there's just no – there's no real suburbs. I mean, you're very, very quickly into just state parks, national parks. I mean, you can get into wilderness in 20 minutes from Anchorage, you know? So it's just a, a really cool little city center. Uh, uh, my sister is, uh, uh, works downtown here. Uh, they have a house outside the city, uh, but then the wedding is in a place called Big Lake uh, this weekend. I don't know much about it, but the, but it's a beautiful wedding venue. We're staying in like, you know, it's like a huge, like, uh, not Airbnb, but something like that, like a huge, uh, uh, like kind of resort house that sleeps like whatever, 25 people or something like that. And we're all staying there for the wedding. And then my, my brother-in-law Jake is from a little town called Telkeetna that has 800 people in it. And so we're going out to Telkeetna next week where, uh, yeah, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of things, uh, fishing, uh, fishing excursions, uh, hikes, all kinds of stuff like that. They're, they're avid, uh, outdoorsmen, my, my, uh, brother-in-law's family. And so we're just going to spend some time there and then head back to Anchorage, uh, uh, late next week. So we're doing a full, uh, full Alaskan tour, man. It's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we'll miss you next weekend at the, at the home game, but, um, pretty exciting win for the cats last night. Excellent defense performance. Uh, that's going to be the story this yeah, year. It's the like, defense. It's, it's just unbelievable. I, you see the, I mean, you, you talk about everybody, every, every single player in the secondary name gets brought up at some point during the game. Cause they're just all making plays and Simone's scoring touchdowns this year. And the front four is, uh, you know, just been impactful in every game. I mean, it's just awesome to see. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, they're going to carry the show for a while, aren't they? Well, honestly, from my perspective, uh, watching the you know the full field there, it, there were no open receivers for Ottawa that entire game, and so there was there was nothing to be had there. Um, that was the most lopsided game, even re- regardless of the lackluster performance of the offense that I think I've seen in recent history. I mean, there was just nothing for that Ottawa offense to do, and uh, you know. You got to realize that Ottawa has been struggling against many teams this year, so you don't want to put too much, too much uh, stock into that. But, but boy, yeah. I, I'd be frustrated if I was, you know, breaking down that game as an Ottawa receiver or anyone on the offense. Holy cow! Yeah, that's tough, man. I think a lot of teams are going to see that against the Ticats defense. But now, I mean, the Ticats set up for a number of uh, home games in a row now. Right. And they got a long week going into it after, after what was, you know, four games in 17 days or whatever. I mean, and now they got the winning record. I mean, this, they're sitting in a nice spot. Um, 
I'm very excited to see. And, I, and we got to just wonder offensively how the Ticats are going to progress through some of this sort of, you know, just underwhelming performances. But it's nice to have complimentary football when, when, uh, when, when you're dealing with some adversity on one side of the ball to have solid play out of the defense and special teams at times and uh, exciting stuff. I mean, Ottawa turned the ball over. Well, it's a little confusing because the stats – statistically they turn the ball over eight times but the turnovers on drives and at times in the game when they're forcing things you know it, it skews a little bit but but honestly i mean turnovers and explosive plays that toxic ratio offense and defense play into that it's not just an offensive uh offensive statistic right and so that that toxic ratio was kind of off the chart for uh, the tie cats last night so we gotta i think we need to talk about uh Nate Bahar getting in there as a third string quarterback. Um, so Dominic Davis throws a pick six and hurts himself trying to run down and make a tackle. And then, then Nichols hurt his wrist uh, a little bit later in the game, trying to run the ball. And just like the Ticats, though, they only had two quarterbacks on the, on the dress roster. So that's not a situation you want to be in. Um, do you, would you feel confident going in at quarterback? You know that you and I, for all of our <laughs> careers, we're, we're volleying as to, as to say who, which one of us would be the emergency <laughs> quarterback. So I think that's so interesting because at a moment, fans, like Ottawa fans, were like, oh, no. You know, it's like, it's like oh, my goodness. How, how much worse is this going to get? But if it was me in that moment, this is your time to shine, man. <laughs> like, this is what I've been waiting for my whole time. There are two things. This is what I wanted to do. I wish I would have been able to take some snaps at quarterback in the CFL for whatever reason. You don't want to get, you don't want injuries and stuff, but just, I wish, I wish that could have happened in some interesting way. I mean, I've told you a hundred times that my favorite play of my career was in Ottawa in the Eastern final when I threw the, the uh, bomb downfield to you who caught it. And then we drove in for a touchdown. That was so sweet. That was, that's, that's, that was the best. I mean, I, I, I was looking forward to that play all week. Tommy Condell called it at a great time. And we made it work. I mean, that's just that's just fun stuff. I, that's one thing I always wanted to do was to be able to get some sneaky reps at quarterback. And then the second thing I wanted to always make a drop kick. You know, we were always practicing and you know messing around on the field and and just you know kind of horsing around out there. But I was I by the end of my career I had a nice drop kick down and I was always looking for a moment to to do that. But so CFL man, I just to to have to have that chance. I think it's just awesome. Although for Ottawa fans, obviously, it was not a bright moment. Yeah, you got to make some personnel moves, I think. And you know uh, that Jalen Ackland is now uh, he he claims to be the the emergency quarterback for the Ticats. Uh, now he's taking over your and I's, uh, uh you know self proclaimed title that we also self proclaimed. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised if you you kind of describe him as a you know the White Lightning Junior Junior. <laughs> exactly. So. One, one of one uh, very similar to, to both of us. So, no, it's exciting though. It's uh, yeah, that they're on a good, they've got some good momentum here. Four out of five games, victories, and um, you know, only one point away from that being five out of five, or two points yeah. away. So it's 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 a good good spot to be in. Like you said, going into the second half of the season with five more home games with. Um, you know, a lot of divisional games still to play. So it's all going to come down to 
they can get that home field by the buy and the home field Eastern final. You got two games at Tim Hortons field to win the great cup. That's How a good spot that? to be in. Yeah, that would be amazing, man. The, the great cup finally in Hamilton and, you know, don't want to don't want to look too far ahead to that, but boy, that's that's uh, that's the ultimate goal. And there's a lot of games to get through until then. But but uh, Hamilton is set up to to take over the East if it if it if it's uh, in the cards. And you know, there was years where you and I were playing, Andy, where if if the offensive production, you know, if the stat sheet looked like last like last night's game, there's a good chance that we weren't going to have come out on top for that. And for two weeks in a row. Uh, they've been able to just manage to do their job on the offensive side of the ball, and the defense has sort of, you know, carried the day for them. So it's kind of great if you if you're if you're still winning games while you're figuring some things out. I mean, you can just imagine what it's going to look like uh, if you start to get in rhythm and get in step on the offensive side of the ball, and then it's going to be a really really tough team to to beat, no matter who you are. So there, there's some there's some weeks. There's some weeks left here while the Ticats are still are on a winning streak still, but where they could maybe just sharpen this up as we head into the to the last uh, parts of the season and 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 probably be a favored team at that by that point. Yeah, I agree. I think last night the as far as the quarterback and receiver play, uh, it was not as not as crisp as the week before. Um, yeah. There were some plays that were left on the field and some miscommunication so i I hope they're i hope they're pretty critical in their meeting rooms moving into next week and clean some of those areas up because you can't you know you can't expect to have that kind of offense performance like you said and and not and and continue to get the w's week after week i would have liked to see them try to expand the playbook a bit more with watford because you know you never know when when or if Dane and Jer- or Jeremiah are going to come back, uh, uh, but regardless, you want to just improve all your quarterbacks and and your team as a whole. So, uh, I you know I was a little I was hoping that once they felt pretty comfortable in that game, they would open it up a bit and and really work on progressing that offensive production, but it just didn't happen. You can you can understand why in the pouring rain and and just the way yeah. the game was going, but. Um, but still, you know, too. there's going to be some times where they're going to need they're going to need that offense to click. So, yeah, it's a long week yeah. now too. So they're going to go into some more. You know how those? I mean, I remember the long weeks for us. You just do. You you have more time to you really actually break down the last game, and then you actually turn over to three full practice days prepping for the next team. Where in the short week, sometimes you just ditch that that. Uh, film overview day of the last game. Sometimes you just ditch that and you go right into the prep for the next team. And that's not, you know, you always want to break, you always want to learn and break down what you did and talk about the things that went good and bad in the game. And you miss that in a short week sometimes. And so this, you know, this, this might be the week where Watford's playbook can expand a little bit uh, all to be, all to be told, but uh, well, that's cool, man. Let's uh, let's, let's call this one and let's, let's pick this up next week. Uh, where I think we'll, I think we'll just have an, another Atascan two show prior to the next game. So that'll be that'll be fun. That'll be cool, and I'll fill you in on my Alaska adventures, and we'll be uh, well on our way to prep for the next game. So uh, two is good stuff. Right man. on, brother. Alrighty. Well, have a good day. Yeah, enjoy I'll your family you and uh, say hi to everybody for us. Yeah, I sure will. I will, and I'll talk to you guys later on. Uh, fans, thanks. Ta- Tascan two show every week. We'll see you guys next week.